Hello, hello, Catherine here. Come right in, pour yourself a cup of coffee, get cozy for a better conversation. So glad that you decided to stop in. You know I'm the host, the voice for the Love Relationship Clinic podcast. And if you like this topic today, go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already so that we can continue to grow this audience to, to encourage, inspire, and uplift. Exciting topic today. Don't want to waste it. Let's get started. Well, praise the Lord. One more episode. Here we are together, ready to discuss, right? Got your coffee? Maybe you're in your cozy place. Maybe you're doing what you're doing to listen to every episode, broadcast. Either way, I'm glad to be with you today. Totally awesome God that we serve. And I'm ready to dig into the Word of God. He has prepared so much for us in His Word that we can never get enough. I don't care how many times we read it in a day, how many times we meditate on it, God always has a fresh anointed word to do whatever is needed in our lives at the moment that he reveals it to us. Because he's always got a new way, new perspective of us understanding something that maybe we've read all of our lives, but we really didn't never did get it. Why didn't we get it? Because we wasn't there yet. Catch that. We wasn't there yet. We hadn't matured enough in him for us to fully grasp all that he was saying in that particular scripture or chapter or whatever it might be that we've heard maybe a hundred times. And now we just not get it. That's why we finally got into a place in God where we're mature enough to bite down on that word and chew it up and apply it to our lives and make a difference. Today we're going to do Psalms 146. It's just in my spirit. God is always speaking whether or not we're ready to hear him or not. God is always speaking because he's our father, God, daddy, and he loves us so much. So I'm just going to take a few minutes and I'm going to read the entirety of Psalms 146. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praises to my God as long as I live. Do not put your trust in princes, in mortal men who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On the very day their plans come to nothing. Blessed is he who help is in the Lord of Jacob whose hope is in the Lord his God, the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them, the Lord who remains faithful forever. He upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the alien and sustains the fatherless and the widow. But he frustrates the ways of the wicked. The Lord reigns forever. 
your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. I love that because it speaks so many different things to us. And I just want to challenge you to be ready to dig in, to ask questions, to be concerned about different things that you hear. Challenge yourself to dig deeper, not just listen to this podcast, but take your Bible on your own time and search the scripture out. There's so much impact in just that chapter that I don't have time to even elaborate on all the things that God is speaking in this particular chapter. But what is Psalms 146 all about? It's it's talking to those of us who sometimes feel like What do you do when you look up and your back is totally up against the wall? You don't know which direction to go. You don't know what to do next because it seems like everything you've tried has failed. And now you're up against the wall. You do or don't. You're going to either make it or you're going to fail. Life is that way. We, We can't avoid it. At some point in time, God allows those kind of Uh, times in our lives, those kind of opportunities in our lives for spiritual growth. We can't, we can't avoid them. They're, they're a part of the makeup of growth in the spirit of God. And so when we find ourselves in a position where we don't know the very next step in our lives to take, because it seems like the more we progress, the more we fall back and, and we get tired and frustrated and weary because we feel like we're never going to make it. Those are the very times that God is saying to us, what are you going to do now? Are you going to really trust me? Think about it. Are you going to really trust me in this? And sometimes we think that just because we're having a hard time and, and things are not always working as fast as we think that they should, we feel like maybe God is mad at us or God is not with us and we, we begin, begin to begin to fall into the fear of the enemy to think that God somehow has lost track of where we are. Let me tell you, our God is all God. He is sovereign. And if he has allowed this situation in our lives where our back is against the wall, we don't know whether we're going to fail or make it. We're just where God wants us to be, believe it or not. And who or what is our source? What's your source when when, when your back is against the wall? What's your source? What do you turn to? What do you look to? What, 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 What things that you find yourself gravitating to, to hold on to your sanity, to hold on to maybe your possessions or your money or your family, or your job, what's what's your source of help that you find yourself repeatedly running to? That's a question that only you can answer. I know for myself, over, over the years that I've been walking with God, sometimes I chose the wrong source. I, I know I'm being honest because when things look like they just ain't going to work and we get afraid that, that, that we're going to be laughed at, we're going to be put down, we're going to be 
you know, I think, you know, people going to point their finger at us and, oh, what about their God? They God's show came through for them, right? We don't, we don't want to experience any of that. So we get all in panic mode and then we get, begin to make all the wrong decisions. I fly, I've learned from making a, too many of those wrong decisions. I made up my mind that I'm going to trust God. And the more that I make up my mind in every situation that I'm going to trust God, it seems like every time he comes and he brings me out, and then I'm thankful that I didn't rely on the source that I've always ran to. Are you still running to a source that, come on now, or can you be honest right here? What's your source of help that you repeatedly run to? Because when, we, when it boils down to it, that's your God. Come on. You may not want to really look at that for what I'm saying, but, but if you look to it first rather than God, then that thing, that man, that woman, that circumstance, that money, that, that greed, whatever it is, your source of help, it becomes your God. And I've had to repent numerous, numerous of times. That God, I am sorry because I look to that more than I look to you. I put that thing, that situation, that person in front of you. And I had to learn that whatever source that I run to for help, that's my God. So I want you to consider that the next time your back is against the wall and you're about to make a decision and you're, and you're about to run to that same source that you always run to. Think about, is this my God? Is this my God? Am I running to it? Who? Man? Whoever? Because this is for surety. The help that we, for, we receive from man is, is, is unwavering. I mean, one day it's up, the next day it's down. One day you can depend on it, the next day you can't. It's, it's faulty. Compare it to the God help that we can receive. Man's help is temporary, unstable. God's help is reliable and constant. God's help is reliable and constant. God's help is reliable and constant. Yes, you may say, well, I don't think it's constant because he don't come when I want him. Uh, no, he don't. But he's going to be on time. He's constant. He knows exactly when to step right in and work things out so that he can get the glory. And, and, and all our other little, little bitty gods that we run to for help, that's our source that we done made our gods, his glory will crush those pseudo-gods that we have formed. And he will get the glory. And that's right on time. That's why he knows when to come, when we really call on him with all of our hearts. What does praise do? You know, because the psalm's talking about praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All through the book of Psalms, you will always hear those three famous words, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Why is it so important that we praise God? And especially when our back is up against the wall, 
Praise takes the focus off of the problem that we're faced that may look like a mountain at the moment. And it places the focus on God. We no longer are looking at the problem anymore. But we are making the name of God huge and large by just calling on his name, by just praising him, just praising and saying hallelujah, thank you Lord, you're worthy by us in our heart really, really focusing in on God. It takes away that that need to try to fix it. And you relinquish that into the hands of God through praise. And what you may be asking, well, I do that all the time. Or what's the difference between praise and worship? Well, then let's just talk about it. Praise is a bold declaration publicly and privately who God is. You are exalting God for who he is. You are letting your whole being, the enemy of your, of your soul, know that I'm going to praise the living God. Worship is more of a humility. humility. It's coming, coming into knowing that you are nothing apart from God. And there is no good thing in you apart from God. You humbly come to understand that and you honor him for who he is, sovereign God. You take away all the fluff fluff about yourself and who you think you are and what you think you can do and what you think you deserve. And you bow yourself. You relinquish your whole self into his hands because he's God. Praise leads us to, to a heart of worship. Praise will, as we applaud God and exalt him and our minds are focused on him, it opens up our heart to really bow down to him in worship. And that is where we need to be when our back is up against the wall. Praise will make all the difference. Worship will make all the difference. It's the source that we need to run to. Worship in any form of expression. Worship is serious, y'all. It's not just I know God and God knows me. Get out of here. We done heard that all our life. Get out of here. That is not what God worship is. Worship is not just saying, oh, I know God and God knows me and we have a personal relationship. I hope you do because we're all supposed to have a personal relationship with God, a one-on-one -on -one personal relationship with him in righteousness. Because first of all, worship is obedience. Uh-oh. Time out. Let's pause. Worship, true worship,
It's not just saying with your lips, I love God. Worship is bowing yourself, giving yourself over to him in honor of who he is as sovereign God in obedience. That means whatever his word says, we, you and I, are held as children of God to do what he says. Uh-oh. So, so according to the word of God, whatever God's word is teaching us, it's not just reading it and saying, whew, my heart felt good. I enjoyed that word today. And then we leave church or we leave from hearing a good word, whatever that is. Maybe it's from this podcast, who, podcast, who knows? I'm just saying. And then soon as you finish listening to it, you go about doing what you normally do. Worship is obedience. It's an act of obedience. So the next time your heart is open and you're praising God, it will lead you into a worship. And that is just humbling yourself before God and doing whatever it is that God is asking of us to do. Showing honor and gratitude for who he is. So I hope that you take these little notes, nuggets, I, ta- I call them takeaway golden nuggets, Praise and worship causes us to grow closer to God on a more personal relationship basis. And we want that more than we do anything else in this life. We want to develop a relationship with him. So if you don't get nothing else, get those three nuggets. That praise (laughs) takes our focus off of our problem and place it on God, the true and real source Takeaway nugget two, praise leads our heart into worship. And that's where we find our greatest help. Takeaway nugget three, praise and worship causes us to grow closer to God on a more personal relationship basis. So take what you can use, that that you can't, let it go. But most of all, I challenge you, dig deep into the word of God. This Psalms, this Psalms right here, Psalms 146, it's got a whole lot in there just for you. So be blessed. Thank you for joining us. And if you have any questions, any questions or, or concerns or something you just want to talk about, you want to hear discuss, drop me a Drop me a note. Let me know what you're thinking. Until then, you be blessed. And as you go about your day, you know what I'm about to say. Why don't you take the time out and love someone? You be blessed. Oh my, oh my, it's already that time again. I pray that something has been said to encourage, inspire, and uplift as we bring this episode to a close. I pray that that you will be 
blessed as you go through your day and you allow this episode to resonate in your spirit so that you can continue to seek God in a greater way. I also challenge you today because we are all in this together that you look around somewhere today as you're going your way and take the time out to love somebody. You be blessed.